Welcome, welcome to Chattock the Podcast, where every week we pick a random topic out of a hat and discuss its various implications on our three countries, lives, and perspectives. I'm Odessa from San Francisco, California. I'm Natalie from Toronto, Canada. And I'm Vali. I'm from Coimbatore, which is in South India. All right, I'm curious, guys. We haven't done this one in a while. I think it was like one of our first episodes, but we need to add to the Chattock song recommendation playlist on Spotify. Mm -hmm. So... What is your favorite song right now or the one that you just listened to? First one that comes to mind. Natalie, go. Ooh, okay. So I was going through this random Apple playlist one day while I was cleaning my room because, like, that's the best time to listen to music. And I came across this song called Meaningless by Charlotte Cardin. It's so good. Oh, my God. I, I really, really like it. So we can definitely add it to the playlist. I don't definitely. know. Have you guys heard of it? I haven't. I haven't either. We'll really good. To it. What about good. New songs coming up. <laughs> What about you, Valley? I listen to a lot of Bollywood music. Oh. I know that's really cliche because it's I'm not from India, but <laughs> there's yeah. a song called Tumeri, which is a really good song. It's like six minutes long, but it's really good. I never listen to Bollywood music, um, so I'm excited. You should. It's so dancey. Yeah. I'm excited. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> What about you, Odessa? Um, I was scrolling through TikTok and I came across um, the actor Jeremy Runner. Um, he's like the Mar- in the Marvel Universe, you know, like Hawkeye, whatever, the Arrow dude. And I found out that he's like an actual artist. All I found are cover um, songs, but he's so good. I'll have to add it. I think I'll add like um, Sippy Cup. It's so good. It's very much like action. I feel like very pumped up. Mm-hmm. It's It's really good. All right, all right. So, Odessa, I know you have the hat with all of our topics, so do you want to pick one out? I do, okay. Today's topic is... Oh, climate change. Oh. Problematic. We like it. A lot to talk about. Okay, I'm curious. So, we talk about climate change in such, like, a global point of view. Um, I'm curious Mm -hmm. as to what in your specific areas and countries what does it look like are you guys impacted by it um or how is your government as to what you know dealing with it um and just personal stories um canada as far as it goes it it the effects of climate change aren't as visible especially in the south um but we like we have a large part large part of the arctic and i remember i was in geography class and we are talking about, you know, the Arctic Circle and all of these things. And I feel like this might be kind of a cliche thing, but for Canadians, like when you're in the south of Canada, it feels like that's just all Canada is, which is a horrible thing to say. But I feel like that's sort of the feeling that you can get because it's like big cities, clean air. You're not that impact by climate change. And we watched a documentary about the melting of the ice caps and the glaciers in the Canadian Arctic Circle and in the northern territories and we were all kind of just like holy crap this is like this is what's happening now but what's going to happen in the future to where we are at the moment that's coming and it's not really something to be ignored and I think especially because I'm, I'm really lucky I live in a place that right now climate change is not the number one priority well it, sh- it should be because you know it, it's, re- it's a really relevant issue but there are other things that people concern themselves with other than climate change but it, it's going to be a big part of our lives for the rest of our lives and I don't think it's something that can be ignored what about you Adessa? um 
in California, I mean, last year and a couple of years back, we've had terrible wildfires. Um, and mm. that was caused uh, by the climate. So the, the drought going on, it's very dry and we had winds. Um, and I'm not exactly sure what caused the fires, but it was awful. I mean, I don't know if you saw it on the news or whatever, um, but so, so much land got burnt. I think 20 people may have died, which is a lot, I mean, for a fire. Um, and it's just gotten so bad. I remember I was in school and it was a whole week where the air was just so, so, so bad. And two years ago when another fire came, we actually didn't go to school one day because they didn't want people walking to school in the air. And this was before we had masks and everything because of COVID now. Um, but it was really, really bad. And this year was especially scary. I felt like I was in doomsday or something um, because I woke up and the sky was orange. And, and I mean oh, wow. orange. Like if you search up California wildfires uh, or San Francisco especially, um, and you look up images from this year, it the sky was purely orange. It looked like a bomb had gone off or something. It was very scary, um, but f- cool at the same time. So I think that's the largest impact we have right now on our country. Um, and I don't really know how the government is dealing with it, but I think it should be more of a top priority than, than it is. What about you, Valley? I remember that four years ago in India, um, in Chennai, there were these Chennai floods that killed around 500 people. Oh, whoa. And oh my God. The floods were caused by climate change because there was excessive rainfall in the months leading up to December, I think. Wow. And when it finally did flood, my grandma's house was flooded. The entire ground floor was just filled with sewer water. Oh my God. And <laughs> my mother was there and she had to climb up, take all the jewelry upstairs, take all the valuable items upstairs. And it was just really scary because you can't leave Chennai. There's no way to leave it. There are no cars that can leave. Right. So I think that was when everyone mainly realized that climate change is not something that's going to affect us in the next 100 years or the next 150 years. It's something that's here and it's now and we should be worried. Are you worried? Like personally for yourself, are you worried? Definitely. I mean, I'm lucky because I live in a really green part of India. It's called Coimbatore, mm-hmm. the greenest city in India. Wow. But when you go to places like Delhi right. in the morning when you wake up, there's just this layer of smog that covers the whole city. And oh, it looks wow. like mist, but it's not. Yeah. So in places like that, yeah, it's scary. What about you, Natalie? Are you scared for yourself or for the future? Yeah, I'm really scared. I think that, you know, our generation has heard enough about climate change that we recognize it as a really, really serious threat to, you know, all of our livelihoods and, you know, our well-being and just like the planet as we know it. So I think, honestly, it's just going to get worse Mm -hmm. from where we are now. And I know that there's been a lot of green initiatives and, you know, people are taking into account how serious this is with like the Paris Climate Accord and countries moving more towards renewable energy, but also like it's not going away as much yeah. as, you know, we try to be green yeah. and we like recognize that what we're doing is bad. Like it, it's just going to be something that we're going to have to deal with. And I'm really scared of what's going to happen in the future because Right now, we don't know what's going to happen. And I think that's mainly the scariest part for me. 
where I've never experienced direct ramifications of climate change, but I know that that could all completely change in the next 10, 15, 20 years, whatever. Right. Personally, I think that, yes, it is being talked about and it's taken kind of seriously, but I don't, not at all in the way that it should be. I mean, yes, Mm -hmm. the Paris Climate Accords, though, those are great and great initiatives but it is not at all something i think especially with the older generations it is just you know a tomorrow problem right it's a problem for the next generation mm-hmm. um and i think especially for us like our our gen z right um i think it's pushed on us but i think it's pushed on us in such a negative like doom and gloom way that I feel like a lot of us are just feeling hopeless. I mean, I look into the future, I'm like, yes, I could try not to, you know, I could go on more public transport and I could do my part, but that's not going to change anything, right? So Mm -hmm. part of me feels completely hopeless in the situation, um, which scares, that's the part that scares me um, because I can't Mm -hmm. really look at the future, right? You can imagine any future you want, but I can't see one that doesn't look smoky and I don't know. I feel like we're going to run out of gas and there's going to be a war or something. Like, that's so, like, macabre, but, like... No, no, no. You know I what know I what mean? You mean? Like, I just watched... Yeah. Oh, yeah. gosh. I just watched uh, <laughs> Mad Max Fury Road yesterday, okay? Like, the big... <laughs> and they were talking about how there was a war about, like, oil or gas or whatever and I'm like this could happen I mean it's not gonna go as crazy as it did that there but I think it's just gonna everyone's just gonna push it off push it off push it off especially the older generations and yes maybe our generation will be the one to really step up in government and do what needs to be done but if we don't fix this what was it like in 30 years it's irreversible or something like that or I think it's by 2030 or 2050 it's yeah, one of those it's two one benchmarks. of those two where it's irreversible which is terrifying because something that we created isn't like isn't reversible is terrifying to me especially it's not only obviously we are very lucky we live in cities um or you know we have the technology to to live but at the same time we're very dependent upon all this technology and i mm-hmm. saw this interview Um, because I'm taking this climate change course um, with my school and this woman who lives somewhere in Africa her her whole life her whole survival is to feed her family by agriculture and because of climate change Mm -hmm. she's getting like all these horrible droughts or excessive rain that just like completely washes out all the crops and like they're dying which is awful um and I feel like no one because we are not feeling as much the implications on our lives. Like, it's not changing our lives. Our generation and all yeah. the generations above us are just, like, pushing it on until it's going to be too late. And that's what scares me. I have a friend who's Indonesian. Mm-hmm. And her family's originally from Jakarta. And they left Jakarta about five years ago. And this is, like, a, as a background, Jakarta is sinking. Um, and I might be wrong about this, but I'm pretty sure it has to do with like the groundwater not being replenished um so like it's slowly sinking and with rising sea levels like everything is just being flooded constantly and they lived in an area that you know was flooded a lot so they had to leave because people are constantly having to uproot their lives and move to a new place and then it gets flooded uproot their lives move to a new place gets flooded uproot their lives move to a new place and she was telling me about it only happened to her once her house got flooded but she still has family in indonesia and 
you know, they have to deal with this on a daily basis. And for them, you know, it's become part of the norm. And that is just so awful to think about. And, you know, it's things like that where you realize that, you know, this is a really serious problem Mm -hmm. and it really, really Mm -hmm. just can't be overlooked. Right. And also, I feel like the type of people that cause climate change, the ones that are industrial and go around, Mm -hmm. you know, with machines and factories, they're not the ones that end up suffering so much from the effects of it, especially in places like India, because it's the farmers that suffer and they're at the bottom of the food chain or the economy. And it's them that suffer from the droughts, they don't get their crops and then they commit suicide. Yeah. So I feel like it's really wrong to make someone else suffer for what, you know, mm-hmm. you're not suffering for. And I get I get why it's so hard for these big industrial people to like just turn around and make themselves green because their companies, most of them can't survive being green. I mean, that's the whole like mm-hmm. pumping gas and all that. There's no way to be green about that. So I think especially I know for the US this, it's a whole debate and it's very much controversial, uh, the talk about getting rid of gas and all of that and really moving forward to renewable energy. I mean, just last or two weeks ago, um, we or Texas had awful, awful um, repercussions of climate change um, because a, a wave of just freezing cold climate came around and texas is not used to that i mean their houses are not built for winter it's not um Mm -hmm. and so their power grid went out and Mm -hmm. everything but they still managed to blame it on renewable like energy they they thought that it was the windmills that broke or the what the solar panels weren't doing its job but 95 percent of the issue was coming from the power grid and from gas and coal um so in the U.S., it's very much people are clinging to old-fashioned ways, right? Um, and that's just, like, showing how much our country is divided. But it's such a hard topic to be able to get through in, like, Congress and all of that because people don't want to move forward in, like, a green way because they think it's going to radicalize our country or turn it, I don't know, into communist. Like, it's crazy, but you know what I mean? Like, people don't want to deal yeah. with that. Um, and I think that's the hardest. I mean, when Mr. Trump um, was our president, <laughs> yeah. um, we got taken out of the Paris Climate Accords. Like, that was ridiculous. We're back in now, which is very good. But it shows just how our country, especially, is very much um, about the economy. And so if climate change like it doesn't matter for our economy then we're not going to deal with it um which i think is the wrong mentality obviously um but yeah so i don't know what it's going to look like and i know that the new administration is really really stepping forward on this issue of climate and creating like thousands of jobs to like make renewable energy all of that so i think that's great and we're coming we're stepping forward which is much better than where we were at a year ago yeah. Sometimes I feel like the yeah. Canadian government tries to like polish their halo a little bit. This happens in everything. No offense, Odessa, just because we're next to the US. Right. And the US for I like mean, you guys are so much better than us. Years. Like we know that. See, but then Canadians know that too. But we're not that good. So you like, guys get a little cocky. <laughs> a little bit. A little just bit. A like, like I think we talked about this with like the Black Lives Matter thing where Canada was like, Oh, we don't do that, but it happened. But anyways with the climate stuff. 
Canada is like, oh, we're so clean. Like in Toronto, the air, the air is very clean. And, and like, we have a very small population density. Right. So that obviously impacts it. Helps, but there's not much there, but it's really easy to forget that we're also one of the biggest oil producers in the world. So like, like huge, like there's so much oil and Calgary, Manitoba, Alberta, just like all of like the northern west of Canada right. has so much oil mm-hmm. and we produce a lot of it and we export a lot of it. So I think Canada is like, oh, look at us. We're so green. We do all but this stuff. But you're also causing the problems. So. We're also causing the wow. problem a little bit. Yeah, <laughs> it's really bad. I don't know, Valley, what is India doing to try to like combat all of these ramifications? Well, we were doing pretty well on solar power until like recently. Mm-hmm. And there was this there was this huge fight with China that I told you guys about. Mm-hmm. And we stopped importing raw materials from China to build windmills and all that. Uh, so now we're back to square one and we're suffering again. So uh, it's not good effort. Very good thing, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, good effort. <laughs> yeah. What are you guys doing? Are you guys doing anything personally? And it's fine if you're not. I'm I mean, just curious. I just make sure I switch off all the lights when I leave the room. Yeah. Like I I think it's mm-hmm. you get to a point where this is such a large large scale problem. Right. And I'm such like a small scale person. So <laughs> what can I do? <laughs> Sorry, that sounded weird, but like you you know, you're like you're one part of this gigantic problem. So what can you do to help the bigger thing? And I think where we are now, it's only just a series of small actions that if we repeat constantly and hopefully people around us repeat constantly, it can compound and make a change. But honestly, if we're looking at like the deep rooted problems, it lies in, you know, agriculture, energy, mm-hmm. manufacturing, governance, things mm-hmm. like that, where so I don't know, sometimes I feel like if I take the subway or if I turn the lights off or, you know, if I close the water, like as soon as I'm done, it doesn't make that big of a difference. And obviously like you don't want to waste, waste resources and, it's very good to do all that, but yeah, you have to think that like, yes, your own personal one action is not going to solve it, obviously, but you have to realize that mm-hmm. you, your actions are very much replicated in like everywhere else, right? Just because like you're just, you are doing it. It also means that 10, 15, 20 people around you are doing it, not because of you, but mm-hmm. because they're aware too. So you can't just think and I think this too, so I have to remind myself about this too, but you can't just say, oh, my one action is not going to help the cause. That doesn't mean you should stop. Mm-hmm. You know, you have to continue mm-hmm. until like the yeah. word gets out. Let's do a quick... Like, what what, what can we do? Like rapid fire. Yeah, yeah, Valley, you start. Go. One thing you can do. Okay, so I always make sure that I switch off the lights and turn off the water supply whenever I leave the room. Good. Mm-hmm. Natalie. I don't leave the water running. Yeah. yeah. Quick rapid Eat fire. Eat less meat. Eat less meat. Good. Public transport. Use that instead of a car. Or you could carpool if you don't want to travel by public transport. Carpool yeah. too. Um, you can buy... buy sustainable companies. Yes. Yes. I just recently did that. I was like using all these like cotton rounds, right? For like wash my mm-hmm. face and whatever. And it was just such a waste. So mm-hmm. I bought like reusable cotton ones. Like... Oh my God, I have those too. I know. I felt very proud. But at the same time... <laughs> buying stuff is still adding to the problem you know it has to ship in a plane or whatever like but you know what if you buy from corporations that support a sustainable mission you're taking money away from companies who who don't really care as much so I think it's definitely a step in the right direction um all right I think 
I think in a general, we should all stick to a goal of really t doing our part, whether that is the tiniest thing of turning off the light or donating, you know, money or um, helping at certain corporations that help um, the issue of climate change. I think we all have to do our part. Even though it's such a t small action, it will make a difference in the end, I think, I believe. We have to you have to hope. You have to believe. You do. Thank you so yeah. much for listening to this week's episode on Chatwick the Podcast. We hope you were inspired or learned something or want to change the world in your own way. We'll see you next week. Thank you.